Hi everyone, this is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. Featuring your hosts, Taylor Bradley and Alex Yankovich. Yeah, every day we're just out here. All right, everyone, welcome back to Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. We are so happy to have you listening here. Make sure you keep up on our past episodes that we've released. And if you're just joining us today for the first time, welcome. We're so excited to have you. To stay updated with all of our episodes, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Inside Dance Podcast. And also, you guys can email us if you have any topics that you really want us to cover. If you have any questions for us, we love to hear from you and love to hear what you're thinking about. So please email us at insidedancepodcast at gmail.com. Also make sure to follow our partners Inside Dance Magazine on Instagram as well at Inside Dance Mag. And I highly recommend subscribing to their email list so you can stay updated not only on our episodes but all of the amazing offers and interviews that they are doing as well over on their um, publication and on top of everything else make sure you subscribe rate and review if you subscribe you will get those updated episodes directly to your podcast app if you're listening on apple podcasts and as well um, on spotify so make sure you're subscribed and rate and review so we know how we're doing and if you guys are enjoying us. All right, let's talk Community Spotlight. So this week we are highlighting a organization, a brand, a company that is directly related to our special guest this week. Uh, This week we have the sister team of Alexi and Jolie Irvine, who you'll hear from in just a little bit. But over the pandemic, they have created and launched their own brand called The Wellness Blend. Now, when I asked the sisters to describe what The Wellness Blend is, They said, it's being organically you while finding your balance of what makes you happy in life and your wellness journey that will create your ultimate bliss. The universe is always listening, so make sure you're speaking kindly to yourself and knowing all of your hopes and dreams are within your reach. Now, they instill this mission statement through a multitude of online platforms, including Instagram, TikTok, um, and they do everything from online workouts. They have uh, virtual classes. They also offer just daily tips for wellness to really put yourself in that positive mindset to get the most out of life. Plus, uh, if you're a fan of TikTok challenges, I highly recommend you check them out. They kill it. Props to their mom, whoever their wardrobe person is. They have the most stylish outfits in the world. Uh, So I'm super excited for you guys to hear more about the wellness blend uh, in a little bit. But definitely we will have their information in our description below. So give them a follow, stay up to date with them and show them your support and love. All right. So Alex, this week, I just kind of want to have a little chit chat uh, between you and I. Now we're coming up, I believe this is episode like... 16, 17, we're like, we're creeping up on 20. But um, one of my favorite parts of our interviews is asking people two things. One, what's their most embarrassing moment? They're like, hey, you booked it, but I'm super stressed about XYZ moment. And then also their audition tip, their insider trick, right? Like what is your back pocket, you know, without a doubt will always be successful. So um, after however, 15, 16, 17, times asking other people and our guests, I want to hear from you. So um, what, let's start with your insider tip. What is your like one thing, go to audition without fail, ritualistic thing that you do um, at every audition? I love this so much. I'm so honored to be, <laughs> to be asked this question. <laughs> You're welcome. It's, it's, it, <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. Like 
asking our guests these questions and finding out more about them. But also, you know, when, when I'm being put on the spot, I'm like, oh my God, what is, <laughs> what is my insider tip? Um, but for an audition, my insider tip is definitely finding this balance of doing research for what you're auditioning for, but not going overboard. So for example, mm. with Cirque, obviously, uh, I think we talked about it in our interview with Sarah Davison. It's Cirque, you know, you think you want to like wear a leotard and a green leotard and look like the lizard, but really you have to kind of just come as yourself. So my insider tip is to come as your best self. So for me, I know exactly what that means. I'm going to have my hair super clean cut, my, my bob. I'm going to have my favorite color lipstick and I'm not going to do anything that totally takes away from what I actually look like. And I'm also going to wear a bright color. So I'm going to go along the lines of what they've asked for, but I'm also going to find those little um, things that make me stand out, but make myself stand out. So the things that are Alex, like I can tell I'm at the audition, I can see Alex. She has her darker lipstick, her super blunt haircut, and she's wearing a colored top. So I feel like my insider tip is still like staying true to yourself while also standing out. And that's a fun balance. I guess it's not really an insider tip, but it's a no, good thing totally. to think about. No, but you bring up a good point because um, I agree. I've always been told being um, brought up in mostly a dance environment, going to dance auditions is, hey, show up as yourself, but be the best version of yourself. Whereas I notice a lot of my theater friends in these musical theater auditions, I notice people will dress from the era as a character. And so I don't know, what are your thoughts on that um, as far as dressing, like where is that balance? Dressing the right. part or being yourself or I don't know. Cause I've always been taught, like I said, don't dress as the part, but then I go to these auditions and I'm like, cool, I'm the only one not in like a 1950s suit, you know? Right, I know this is such a good, this is where you know the struggle really is when you're prepping for an audition. So finding that balance is difficult, I guess, you know, let's say I was auditioning for Hairspray. I would obviously dress that part. I would try to to pick a wardrobe that reflects that era without going full board, full force where I've lost who I am. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I'm still Alex in Hairspray, as if Hairspray had a Ooh. character that was Alex. I also would say this. Um, I find going to auditions where um, if it's like something that's a little bit more um, not R rated, but if I were to audition for Zumanity, I'm not necessarily like a bombshell type of, I feel like I wouldn't be the first dancer someone would look at for a show like that. You know, I'm not going to pretend to be this very like overly sexy female bombshell. I'm going to find where that line is of like, how do I show my sensuality? And that's where I would kind of go with that. So it's staying true to yourself and then building kind of what they're asking for. Cause I'm not, I don't have long hair, you know, I, I don't have that normal body type, but what am I going to do that makes me look best? Maybe I'm going to wear a corset and maybe I'm going to try to find those um, aspects that are still me, but still sensual in a different way. That's kind of how I can think of it. I don't know if that makes totally. any sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like going back to the hairspray thing. You're going to dress in the era, but you're not going to show up and be like, hi, I'm Penny. You know, it's like, exactly. don't exactly. cast yourself as a character, but cast yourself in that time frame. And I think, yeah, that's a, a great way to explain it and a great approach to it. So what's your insider tip? So actually very similar to dre- uh, wardrobe and auditions. Um, I, m- mine's like a two for one. Cause you know, I can't ever make up my mind. Um, 
One, always, always, always bring options because mm. the amount of times that I've been like, I, this is my like red audition tank top and you show up and <laughs> homeboy down the, the hallway is in the same red audition tank top. And then I'm like, dang it. So I always bring options, um, like two or three, um, just because, you know, you don't, you know, you want to stand out and you want to look unique. You don't want to be like, oh, cause even I, you know, I've been sitting behind a casting table before too. And I, it's it, so much is happening. She's so many so dancers girl. that you're just like red tank top. And then you go back and you're like, wait, which one was it? I can't even remember Right, so being distinguishable. But then with that comes the wisdom of knowing where to place yourself in the audition line. I was going to say that <laughs> it's like, my advice, don't be first, don't be last, be after the first 10. Because if they do groups of four, that gives you two groups that you can practice on mm -hmm. the sides. But then you're not sitting around so long that you're freezing cold by the time that they're on group number <laughs> 212, you know? Because um, I'm like, just rip the bandaid off. Let me go. Let me get it done. The more that I wait, the more that I watch people, I either get in my head and I'm like, oh, shoot, I should do it like Kyle does it. Or, oh, wow, right. I... I and then I start overanalyzing things. I'm like, just go, just be you, give your product. And I find that's, that's when I'm most authentically me is when I'm just like, don't ever think it, do the moves the way that you, you know, be smart and observant, but don't overanalyze and get stuck in your head. So bring options of wardrobes and then know where to place yourself. And everyone's different, right? Some people are like, I need five or six groups to practice. And that, that gets me that gets me more comfortable. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm like, no, sir, let's go get it done. I don't want to be here all day. So that's amazing. Um, okay. So what about, that's like our, <laughs> I feel like this is like the angel and the devil on our shoulder. Like that's the angel being like, good I job. Know. Here's what you should do. But then you got the devil who's like, remember that one time on stage? Yeah. <laughs> so what is your uh, most embarrassing moment either on stage or in an audition room or I don't know, anything related to dance? I mean, yeah, there's one, there's one audition embarrassing thing. I, I've really only had one, like auditions usually are a really great, you know, really great time for me, <laughs> but I'm not ready. I'm not ready to share that. I'll share it in a couple of years. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. But <laughs> the I, time I, capsule that is yeah. Alex's embarrassing <laughs> moment coming ready. soon to a podcast. It's like, the, it's like the secret box um, <laughs> episode. Um, SpongeBob. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, we're adults obsessed with SpongeBob. Continue. <laughs> Obviously, working at Love for as long as I did, I did um, I, about 2,045 shows with Love. So, like, know, not an exaggeration, like, that's not an exaggeration. Number. That's cool. like, great. <laughs> it's give or take a few. Uh, so, I had quite a few moments there. Uh, I definitely had a carpet fall from the grid and land um, like on my umbrella during Hey Jude. <laughs> I, it didn't hit me in the face. Luckily, I don't know how I. Edit. These are like, these are I like, have the umbrella. these are not like magic carpets. These are not like industrial things. It's like a placemat size, but still, regardless, still. you're like dancing with an umbrella and all of a sudden this object falls from the sky. Still. But I will, this one's embarrassing just from like a dancer perfectionist standpoint. We had these, uh, in our number come together, we had these things called shooms. And in the beginning of that song goes, shoom, doom, doo, 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 doom, boom. And like in your mind as a dancer, like, oh, I have so much. And we would do improv solos in these spotlights on the shoes. And in your mind, you're like, oh my God, these shoes, I have five seconds. No, you don't. You have two. You have <laughs> shoom, doom, doo, doo, doom, done. So you better do something amazing. It's normally we would do a jump or a tilt or a turn or something. You really need to nail it in those two seconds that you have. 
And there was one time I just was like, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to try a kip up, but the kind that like you are on your back and you just kip up to go back down to your back. But I ran out of light. There was not enough light and there was not enough time. So it looked like I just sat down on the stage and threw my legs in the air like a dead bug. It looked like I did no trick at all. It looked like I literally sat down, put my legs in the air. And it was so embarrassing. I still have the video. And I remember our like dance master was watching and she was like, I, I knew what you were trying to do. It just didn't work. Solid effort. So I, again, have two different stories that I think are funny because Taylor can't make up his mind. But um, one is when I was a kid, I was so eager, right? And I wanted to do, like when I really fell in love with dance, I was like, I'm going to do every convention in Atlanta. I want to do all the competitions. I want to go dance. I want to go do stuff. And then like, I started getting pretty independent with it where I'd be like, hey dad, can I go do, you know, and luckily my parents were super fortunate or were super supportive, which I'm super grateful for. But they'd be like, sure. Yeah. Like register. And in their head, they're like, get out of the house for a weekend. Just go dance, whatever. Right. Um, There was one time, I think it was like the pulse or some big convention that I show up and I go to the registration table and I'm like, Oh, Hey, everyone say hi. You know, the convention family, like growing up. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like Taylor Bradley. And they're like, Oh weird. We're not finding you. And then all this stuff, I full on thought I had registered and then did not Like, I don't know what weird dreams I was having, but I did it. And then also didn't realize that it was like our recital dress rehearsal that weekend. So then my dance, I called my dance teacher. I'm like, Hey, uh, like, did did I get registered for whatever convention? They're like, no, but you know, you're supposed to be on stage an hour and a half away in 10 minutes. And I was like, Oh man, I was so eager and excited that I just like forgot how the world works and my priorities. And so fully showed up and then had to be like, bye everyone. I'm going to go to my recital dress rehearsal. Like 18 year old me really, really really wanted it but needed to get his priorities together which if that's not an allusion to the rest of my life I don't know what is but um what else I had one other one that is so funny um oh well this is a funny audition experience moment so um again (laughs) over eager excited want to do anything yes sure I'll take every job Taylor, I was auditioning for a movie that um, had a bunch of dancers in it. No, actually, it was Cinderella's story. Uh, (laughs) But um, yeah, they were like, okay, who can tumble? And you know, you're always told when you audition, you're like, you can do anything. So I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I can tumble. I can do this. Great. Ended up booking, uh, booking the job. We were filming in Wilmington, South Carolina for like three weeks. And literally, we rehearsed this full like Bollywood number that was super fun. Um, and they were like, oh, cool. And we'll do some like some tumbling stuff. And granted, I like I can do a couple flips. Like I can do like side area. I can do back tuck, but like bad shoulders. I don't do running tumbling, but they were under the impression that I was and uh, that I could do it. And so literally the day of they're like, hey guys, we're going to take lunch, but come back and be warm. So we're going to do our tumbling passes like overhead, like, um, uh, Bugsy Berkeley, uh, camera. And the other three guys, yeah, the other three guys were like, sure, no problem. I can do a back handspring. And I'm like hyperventilating. I'm like, I have 30 minutes to go eat my craft services. And I like look outside and there's like a little like grassy median strip. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Like walk over. And I just like say a little prayer for you. Fully taught myself how to do a back handspring. Taught is a terrible word. I basically just like closed my eyes and prayed. Um, 
And yeah, it happened. I was so stressed. And then of course they ended up cutting that scene for the movie. But more of the story, I guess, not an embarrassing audition moment, but one of those things of like, dang, okay. So let's remember whatever we say we can do at the audition, you better be able to do it. So anyway, live and learn um, or just live and don't learn and keep finding grassy knolls to teach yourself how to tumble. <laughs> I'll also say um, if you're dancing at a show, don't eat either red or blue Jolly Ranchers before you go on stage because your tongue Ooh. will be red or blue. No, <laughs> and well, your, your partner will yell at you. <laughs> Red's cool, but like maybe not blue or green, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happened to me before. And it's Monsters so Inc. Crazy. featuring <laughs> live performance. <laughs> My partner was like, um, your tongue is blue. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like, like, what? Big smile. <laughs> Can we also take a moment to just shout out? I love the most interesting conversations happen when you're on stage partnering with someone, <laughs> like which I don't know. I know everyone's professional and it's like fine, but it's like when you, yeah, when you're doing multiple, sh- when you're doing ten shows a week for however many years, it's a totally you're having deep, deep conversations on stage. Yeah, totally. And but like I Sorry. remember, <laughs> I, I remember back like when I would go see shows or whatever. It's same kind of thing. They're like the overtures playing and I'm like, everyone's backstage and ready to go. And then fast forward, like shout out to all the professional people that are always there on time. I am not, stage managers do not love me for that instance because I wait for the last second. So like the music starting and I'm like still putting my pants on sprinting. So now whenever I see a show, I imagine there's a tailor somewhere in the cast. So props to you, whoever that tailor is. But. Wait, I am, I am always like uh, five minutes early to cues i'm such a freak like i literally would like sit and like wait and like be such a nerd it was so annoying actually and then like you space out and then and then you're like late for your like actual cue because you're like i'm here so early but like is that not a accurate representation of both your and mine (laughs) who you are and who i am and (laughs) how it translates into professional career i'm really not doing i'm not painting myself in a good light here hi if you're listening and if you're a casting agent i promise i always get the job done with a smile on my face Okay, well, now that I've like tarnished my name, let's let's move forward past this topic uh, because we have an amazing, amazing interview for you guys. Uh, Next up, we have the sisters Jolie and Alexi Irvine, who are both based in Las Vegas, the creators of the Wellness Blend. Guys, stick around because there's a lot of knowledge that they're about to drop on you. All right, Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex is super excited to welcome the sisters of the Wellness Blend. They are both based in Las Vegas, Nevada, and they have pretty much danced collectively in just about every theater on the Strip. Um, Alexi has danced in shows such as Pin Up, Vegas the Show, Donnie and Marie, Legends in Concert, Fantasy, Hans Clock, and the Mayfair Supper Club, while Jolie has danced in Jubilee, Steve Wynn Showstoppers, La Rev the Dream, Fantasy, Cirque du Soleil's Zumanity, and also danced for artists such as Lady Gaga, JLo, and CeeLo Green. Guys, we are so, so thrilled to bring them to you, to introduce them, and to pick their brain about the wellness blend. So please do me a favor, join me in welcoming Jolie and Alexi Irvine. Hi, ladies. Hi, it's Guy. How are you guys doing all the way from New York City? Yes, Williamsburg. That's awesome. That's we love you guys. We miss you. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. Um, now, without giving too much detail, I don't know what we're able to discuss, but um, Jolie and Lexi are both dancers 
currently living in Las Vegas, but they're working on a project up in New York. So um, not to spoil any secrets, but just know, guys, it's a huge, a huge gig. And I'm so thrilled for you guys and so happy that you're able to be working during this pandemic. So congrats to you guys. And even more, thank you for carving out this time to chit chat with us. But um, now... I'm huge fans of you both, big friends. I've uh, partnered, danced with both of you guys in several shows and gigs here in Las Vegas. But um, to introduce you to our listeners, can you kind of uh, explain how you got into dance, where you're from, and kind of the very quick version of how that brought you to Las Vegas? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I, yeah, our, our mom. mom. No, we're not doing that. I'm like, okay, do you guys want us to talk on top of each other? Okay, so you can say it. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome to our lives. Our mom and dad waited for, I had to wait for Lexi to go into dance. So I was four years old and Lexi was three. Then we were competitive dancers growing up in Brockport, New York, upstate New York. And then- Went uh, to Point Park University. And yep. then both danced on a cruise ship, but like separately. Mm-hmm. And then my sister right off the cruise ship booked a one-way ticket to Las Vegas. Yep, could stayed, story. At, stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel for two weeks and uh, took taxis. That was before Uber. Why am I, like, nervous? I'm like, my heart is pumping for you guys a little bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't be nervous at all. You guys are just such, like, energetic rays of sunshine. And it cracks me up just watching you guys, like, chit-chat and, like, talk over one another. But seriously, it's perfect, and I love it. So, okay, we're taxiing pre-Uber. We're yeah. in Las Vegas. And I, I, so I was like on the cruise ship and I was like, I'm going to go to Vegas because I always wanted to be in Cirque du Soleil. And before I got my cruise ship, I was um, hired on Cirque du Soleil's hire list. And so I was like, oh, amazing. I'm going to move to Las Vegas. I'm going to work for Cirque, you know, blah, blah, blah. You always, you feel that, right? So you're living in Hard Rock Hotel, taking taxis to um, different auditions. I ended up landing Jubilee. I was a bevertainer at the Rio and then doing graveyard and working Jubilee because they were like, oh yeah, work graveyard because then you can audition during the day. Don't ever work graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then, yeah, from there. um, I decided to join her. And um, at the time, I feel like Vegas wasn't really hiring short dancers, but maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not right about that. But I came right off the cruise ship and I started bevertaining. I did that for four years. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, competed in fitness shows uh, for another four years. And then I started dancing. In professional shows like dance shows you know Donnie Marie all those things but I feel like we both have pretty unique journeys yeah here to Las Vegas you know well I thought I was tall when I got here I was like oh yeah I'm tall like it'll work out because a lot about the showgirl in Vegas mm-hmm. in 2013 and then um yeah I thought I was tall I showed up at Jubilee and I was the smallest one on stage so they all thought I was really cute and I was like wait what and then I was like <laughs> I was a pretty much of a medium height in Vegas. And then uh, Lexi, I was like, yeah, come to Vegas. There's so many opportunities here, so much dance and entertainment. And you can, there's a million different opportunities for people where, you know, if you go to like New York or a lot of other places, uh, you have to do waitressing and a lot of stuff. It's just, just to, different though. It's, it's just a different community. I feel like Vegas is such a family, you know? It is. It's smaller. And I feel like there's a lot of entertainment opportunity and it's nice that's why we chose Vegas is because we still love it yeah yeah we still love it and miss it I have so many I have so many things to say first of all I love that your parents were like we have to wait for Jolie for Jolie and Alexi to start at the same time that's so amazing like (laughs) 
I love that thought process. I'm going to go back to that for a second. And also, I remember the time when Uber was not around in Vegas and it was so confusing and you had to like call the front desk of like where I was staying for Cirque at Candlewood. They would have to like call you a cab. I was like, this is so weird. Like, where is Uber? I remember that time. And so that must have been so difficult, like trying to go to all these auditions and do all of that. That's crazy. Yeah. And they tried to kick me out of the hotel. It was uh, CES came into town and- uh-huh. The hotel deals were awesome at first. You know, you're like, oh, 40 bucks a night. I can handle that. You know, I was coming off of a cruise ship. I didn't have a ton of money. I mean, I was just starting off. And yeah, I I go down to the front desk because they were like, okay, tonight your bill is going to be $300. And I was like, I can't afford that. I was like, I, I like, I literally will be on the street. Like I, and so the manager came out and I was like crying and I was like, I explained like, I'm just trying to make it here as a dancer. I'm literally taking taxis to auditions. Like I can't afford $300 a night. And the lady was so kind. She's like, I'm going to give you my discount. I can give it to you for a hundred dollars. And when the convention leaves, the prices will go back down. And I still will remember her forever. <laughs> oh my god that makes that me sounds so like, happy <clears throat> that sounds like a sequel to like showgirls 2 which i think there is a showgirls 2 so like showgirls three and a half but <laughs> i love that so shout out to the hard rock now uh soon to be the virgin hotel but um i always love hearing people's story about how they got to vegas um and i love that you guys are so like yep this is what we're doing but even when you're like dead set on it there's always so many fun twists and turns so um I love that. But let's, I want to paint this picture for our listeners of you guys. So uh, Jolie and Lexi are sisters and they look so alike, but they look so different. It's like the weirdest thing to describe. So like they were saying, Joe is what, five, nine, I'm so bad at heights with girls. I assume everybody's a six, two man. So you're what, five, nine and Lex, you're five, five, four. Okay. So like quite the height difference. And Joe's got beautiful blonde hair. Lexi has this like fiery curly red hair, but then they sit, stand like <clears throat> next to each other face to face. And you're like, oh, you're twins, but then they're not. So I don't know. I just, you guys have to hop on Instagram and follow them and check them out. Cause they're so similar, but so unique, but so gorgeous nonetheless. Um, and so, yeah, I just had to touch on that because you guys are so, so beautifully different yet it's very similar. Well, I want to know too, since I have, I have a sister as well, and we, we definitely like look like twins, but our personalities are extremely different, um, but we look very similar, but I want to know what your guys' relationship is, like how it's kind of evolved or if it's kind of stayed the same throughout the years. Cause just like my sister and I, we both danced. So describe your relationship, um, you guys being like together for this whole time and how you get along any like you know, weird or uh, troubling times. Or Good, not. bad, <laughs> ugly. Yeah. I think the best word is real. Like yeah. we will give it to each other no matter it's like you don't want to hear it or, you know, it's nice. But I think that's the best way to say it. I mean, we get in our fights, but we get over it. Like I'll be like, get over it. Or she'll be like, you're moody. Get over it. You know, I just feel like it's, that's it's it's normal. normal. It's, well, it's family. So like, it's your best friend. You're born with that person. I mean, I guess there's some siblings that don't aren't best friends with each other, but for us, that's never been, yeah, never been the case. We've always, our parents, clearly, I mean, they made me wait to go to dance. Like we've been joined at the hips. It'd be like, Joe, this is your best friend. She's allowed to copy you. Yeah. She likes you. Like, yeah, you should take that as a compliment. Like those types of things with what our parents like always raised us as. And we definitely would like pull each other's hair and like, you know, get into it when we were little. And Mm -hmm. Now, as adults, I think we really try to be more emotionally intelligent and like think of the other person before we react. But we also I feel are like still this pandemic. We've really like found our sister like 
I don't know, balance, balance yeah. of like understanding each other. Like we're very different. I'm extremely emotional. She's not. So like she has to understand, like give Lexi a breather. Like we're not going to finish this fight right now. Yeah. You know? Or discussion. That's the thing. Like a lot of times, like we will talk it out. Like, and yeah. some people are like, oh, they're bickering. And they're like, like, we're no, not. We're communicating. That's our normal communication. Like we yeah. speak it out. We, we talk to each other because for us, that's, it works. Like harboring things inside just builds for us. So it, it, we like know how we to figure to it out. just have to get over it within like the next couple yeah. minutes or after both having a bad day. And then it's like never brought up again. Yeah. That's just how we do it. We let it go. You talk it up and then let it go. I love that. And it's so interesting, again, to hear everyone's different like work dynamics. Like we've had um, Jen and Josh Smith on. So we talked about being a married couple um, and we had Stephanie on, Alex's sister. So <clears throat> I always geek out on like people in the same industry, especially when you're family and how you guys hash that out. But I always have to say props to you guys, even in the same rehearsals. It's always you're nothing but professional and such a joy to work with um, together and separately. But you touched on something that I want to kind of go back on. You were saying you've really found a good working balance um, and relationship through this pandemic, but you also, during this pandemic, created this new brand between the two of you called The Wellness Blend, and I definitely want to focus on that because, um, and I want to dive into it more for our listeners, because I think it's such an amazing thing that you guys have created, and so can you kind of just explain what The Wellness Blend is and what inspired you to start this company? Yeah, do you want to go? Well, okay, so the Wellness Blend is basically a place for, for us, but also for other people. So we we were like, you know what, we want to work out every day. We want to like do weights. We want to do a mix of different things. And like I've, I've been certified for a while and I've had my nutrition um, certifications since like 2010. So it only made sense to us. Like we both had a lot of knowledge in this area. So we're like, let's just create something and let's do it for us. That's like what we did it for at first. Like it was just for our well-being, our like mental health, our physical. It was just a whole package and it made complete sense to us. And we knew that other people were looking for that outlet as well because as studios were closing and people weren't able to dance. And at first we really were like, we want to be everything. Like yeah, that's, we you know, that's how we are. We're like, we're, we're going to, we're going to talk to people. We're going to, we're going to dance. We're going to do fitness. We're going to do nutrition. We're gonna do like we're going to like literally, but you know, that doesn't really always work out that way. You, it's kind of like you have to, people will be like, well, what are you guys? And we're like, we, we're anything we want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like the people that we are. It's like, yeah. like, don't tell us we can't do everything. Yeah. People are like, well, what are you even trying to offer people? But like, what I are think, you selling? We're like, we don't know for we're like, we're not yet. trying. Yeah. We like don't... we want to give positivity. We want to yeah. make people happy. Like for us, it's about like moving and like, you know, like moving through your emotions. This was a really hard time for a lot of people. People weren't able to do what they were normally doing yeah. and working out as a way for people to express energy. And yeah, because it was right when it got really hot in the summer and we couldn't go hiking anymore. And we were like, okay, hey, what do we want to do to make us feel happy again? Cause hiking, we love nature. Yeah. So we did this and there was definitely tough times. Like, yeah, definitely. But we worked it out and I feel like I'm really happy to what it evolved to actually. Me too. It's, and like, our- it's like a peek into our life and that's kind of like yeah. what we wanted to also offer is like the sister life plus workouts plus nutrition if we can. Like share our bond and, and love for each other. Yeah. And love for life and positivity and like really I'm I mean I've said that twice but like really try and like give that vibration and energy to people because that was something that you know when when things are changing a lot people are looking for 
something that makes you feel good. So if watching a dance video made you feel good, or if doing some bicep curls made you feel good, like that's what we wanted to offer people. And Lexi had nutrition clients from her previous, I had a previous biz, business, yeah. um, Healthy Living by Alexi, which I've had for a while. So I just actually kind of dissolved that and then moved it all over to the wellness one. So it was like everyone could have a little bit of everything. And we did personal training and yeah, yeah. that was fun too. I yeah. love that. And then getting to do stuff with some of our choreographer friends and different performers. We did different concept videos, which kept us moving and kept like throwing art into people's faces. So, so this one is a so it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say as a, a fan of the wellness blend, but also just as an outsider, you guys have really done such a great job of creating something that's like accessible for people. So even though I am a dancer, I'm very into fitness. I, I like don't really know how to express it. And I feel like when I watch your guys's videos and everything, I feel super inspired and it's all very like easily accessible for people, but anyone can do it. It's not like intimidating where I'm like, Oh my God, I don't look like this. Like, what am I even thinking trying to do this? It's like, you guys have such a well-rounded package and also making it fun. And you always, you touched on like the vibrations and energy and that's stuff. I have a really hard time explaining to people. I only can explain it when I'm teaching dance class and I'm mentally in that space, but you guys have done such a great job of explaining it through your videos and you started on TikTok and then obviously like reels happened. So you moved it over to Instagram. Yeah. She made, I made TikTok. I was like, no, I was like, no. Jolie, it'll be so much fun. Just trust me. And she's like, no, no, no. And then she was going through a hard time. Like, my the TikTok. Yeah. Like, let's, let's it's genius because the algorithm and everything like the exposure is so great. And I think that probably just is what, you know, set it over the edge. And so now you can reach more people, but I just want to congratulate you guys. It's really hard to come up with a brand. And I'm the same way where I'm like, we're, I, we're dancers. I can be everything. You want me to be six feet tall? I can You want me to wear heels. You want me to wear sneakers? Like whatever, I'll do whatever. So you guys have done a really good job of taking, like, we can do everything, but also making it like this beautiful package. And I'm super inspired by it. And I've done a couple of like the workouts that you guys have posted and it's been really like beautiful. It's very bright. It's very energetic and it's very feel good rather than like you're a piece of whatever. I love it. Well, and props to you guys too, because it's also been in, in kind of in coordination with you launching your brand, we launched this, you know, so it's been very inspiring for us too, to be like, what is our identity? Cause yeah, like you guys were saying, it's like, we want to do everything. And we, at first we were like, we're going to be an Instagram account and we're going to do memes. And we were like, no, it's got a conversation. So it's definitely a very like dancer mentality of like, I can do it all. But then you're like, okay, hone it in. What are we, and what are we offering? <laughs> like, relax. Um, but uh, our friend gifted us a, a strategy list. How do you put, a strategy? You, a strategy course. Yeah, a strategy course. And so we, she, like, helped, she helped us. We had like coaches. homework every week, and we had it to help us like get more solid and foundation based on like what we want to offer people, which yeah. is why we went with our classes and real. Like, I had a schedule with that and nutrition because that was already happening with Lexi. And for us, it was like helping keep us and our tools sharp and our bodies fit in the way that it made would us ask feel us good. questions and we're like shoot well we want to do 
a hundred things, but then she'd give us our homework back and be like, girls, you have you're to either more. like influencers, which is absolutely fine, or you're going to offer something, but you have to figure out what that is. So that was like a wake up call for us. And that was so hard for us to swallow. We're like, we're we like, don't no, we don't want, we don't want to just be one thing. We, we want to do, we want to give people everything that they can possibly want. But really it all starts with like, you know, eating well, moving your body, those things create positivity and an energy inside of you that's going to make you feel good from the inside out. So starting there and working on yourself, I think was a good place to start for us. And then also sharing our life comes naturally. I mean, that's just what we do as performers. We're natural, natural sharers. But also we love what you guys are. Yeah. We are so happy for you guys. And we love listening to you and all of your guests and we love you guys so much. And you're both into fitness and you're both. It's just amazing. You guys are inspiring. No, seriously. Yeah. Thank you guys. You're so no, nice. we love you. We love you. <laughs> um, I do want to ask, especially because Alexi, you you've been certified for you said since 2010. That's a while for both of you. How has your relationship with food and nutrition changed? Like, there obviously had to have been a spark that made you want to learn more about it. And so, kind of describe that for our listeners individually or together. Backstory: In addition to Alexi competing in fitness, bikini, nutrition. Prior to the shutdown, Jolie was also in uh, the Cirque Show Zumanity, which is like literally, I mean, it is topless, but like even your most costume costume is like very revealing. So I can imagine you guys have had a lot of pressure on yourself um, when it comes to that. So anyways, I'll shut up and let you talk about it now. Yeah. No. So basically my sister introduced this like system, this health system to me back in college. And it was like the perfect time because, um, we were partying, you, you know, it was stuff, and eat pizza. I love it. Um, but you know, I relate. <laughs> Which, yeah. you still, which you still can do. Oh, absolutely. You could mm-hmm. definitely still eat pizza. I think we just had a little bit abundance of pizza and things. And we didn't know, understand nutrition yet or our bodies. So she showed me this system that kind of like broke it down easier to me. Just like a list, a simple list of groceries that like makes you think like, oh, okay. Which seems so simple, but it's so helpful when you just don't know where to start. Well, when we, first of all, we also ate like four-year-olds, like starting off, we, we I did. would eat like peanut butter and jelly and mac and cheese and like never Chicken nuggets, goldfish. Yeah. I, was like, I hated I was vegetables. like, ew, vegetables, I'm gross. I'm still learning to yeah. eat vegetables. <laughs> um, but basically from there, like I dove straight in. I started researching, like, I feel like it was before I really knew about like what certification I could have, but I started Googling, like following different like fitness people and they're eating and like healthy people, people who reverse diet from their shows. And it started to be this like dream of mine. So then I jumped into the, the, the competition world of competing for fitness bikini. And I did a lot that I, I'm so thankful that I did, but mentally and physically, it actually broke down my body. And actually the sport for me didn't end up being healthy for me, but that's different for everyone. And so my my metabolism was shot. So I had to do more research. And like at that time I had my, um, my precision nutrition certification, but I didn't look into the reverse dieting area of it until I realized like, oh my God, I'm eating like a thousand calories and gaining weight. Like I was like 150 pounds at one point, which is a lot on my frame. So I had to like dig into different researchers and scientists and like people who study metabolisms. And I like ran into Lane Norton who showed me like really what a reverse diet can do for your body. And it, it took me like a good year or two to like get my body back to like my normal one 
25, I think it was. Which, and it's not, she's not saying that for number purposes. No, but I could eat food finally. Like I could eat like a normal amount, like 1600 and not gain a ton of weight, which was scary. And I think a lot of it has to do with height too, just for like, you say that weight number because of like that BMI and like being certain heights definitely changes, you know, that I understand. That weight on Jolie is nothing, but on a five foot four, like it's just, my body's just shorter. So it was more of the fact that I couldn't eat food without gaining anything, without gaining lots of unhealthy fat around my organs, honestly. Mm-hmm. And so I took the time. I didn't dance. I didn't do anything. And I reverse dieted myself and learned like how to help my body, but also learned about how I could help others in the same situation who have been dieting for so long or haven't been eating enough food their whole life, which is like such a big thing that we don't even realize as humans. We think we're feeding ourselves. Um, so that was a big thing for me. And then I kind of like was like, Hey, I did this. And then I started like looking into Jolie's nutrition because for me, I was, um, my cruise ship, I was running a ton. I like really started to get into like, I was never really a runner, but I was in Alaska. So I was running eight miles in the woods and just like trying to become more, uh, fit. And a lot of people on my ship were working out a lot and I'd never really like worked out like that before. And so I started running, but like nothing was happening and it was because my nutrition. So you can work out as much as you want, but if you're feeding your, your body stuff, that's making you slow and sluggish, you're not really going to, or not enough food, then you're not going to have the results that you're going to want inevitably. And so that's kind of where it came from for me. And that's when I got into Advocare and then Lex then I have reverse diet her like years later because I because even though you're looking into a health program that doesn't necessarily mean they're telling you like that no one's guiding you no they're not telling you you're eating really enough until you dive into it and it's really personal to get there and yeah and it's 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 a lot for some people and that's okay you know but yeah. she's my sister so I'm like what are you doing so she I was like, like write down the things and yeah I would calculate and I'd be like you know, this isn't enough food. And then I, and for a while I'd be like, I don't understand. Like, I don't want to eat all that food. Like (laughs) I don't need all that. Why, what is the point of that? But the point of that is because your body works optimally. If if you're feeding it properly, you don't get injuries. You don't like, why are you only like eating a can of tuna fish and a green juice? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like not, not necessarily all, but you know what I'm saying? It depends on the level, but we were like running from show to show, gig to gig. And she was just like, you're not feeding yourself enough. And this is when injuries happen and all of these things. And so she started taking care of me, which (laughs) which helped me learn my own self. Like sometimes having a coach or a nutritionist just helps you learn about your own body. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to have them forever, but they can teach you nutrition because for some odd reason in school, we don't really get taught those things from a young age, which I feel like we probably should. I mean, besides like the food pyramid, which is not Mm -hmm. even really correct. So, (laughs) you know, yeah, we're both really thankful though for the the knowledge that I've, that we both have learned honestly throughout the years. And I continue to learn because, you know, things are ever changing. Bodies are forever changing. One thing doesn't work for everyone. So I think with this like industry of nutrition, you just have to keep an open mind and keep researching and you know, never say never. Like things are different. Things are changing. And what really propelled Lexi into this was when she did come to Vegas, she was shorter at the time for like what was really around. And, um, she was like coming off of a cruise ship and Mm -hmm. she was like, not exactly where she felt like the best confident. And so in her auditionings, that was kind of like showing for her. And she was like, I don't understand, like coming from college, you know, from Point Park, I was like celebrated and, you know, having a great time. And then I, I can't like, can't book an audition. And it was because she wasn't like 
confident in her own I wasn't loving self. myself. So that's yeah. what dove her into the bikini competitions and fitness competitions and learning how to work out and nutrition and all of that. How to take care of that's not love either. What's love is honestly just loving yourself. It's not like yeah. a certain way to no love. No one needs to tell you. It's not like, yeah, it's yeah. just your own inner peace with yourself. So that was a huge journey for me. I'm glad I did it. Sorry, that was like a long way to answer <laughs> all of those questions, but that's really like what where we came from. Yeah, <laughs> it was perfect. And I love the little tidbit that you added at the end about the confidence in yourself because that is so true like I never the auditions that I haven't killed it's because I was like insecure and the ones where I just was like whatever it's me I'm gonna like not worry about anyone else in the room those are the ones that went really well it's so so true but it's hard to get there and I love what you said about it's a personal journey you have to really dive deep and know that like what works for someone else may not work for you so you really have to get to know yourself but that brings confidence is getting to know yourself and knowing how your body works yeah that gave me chills i know i'm like i literally have goosebumps all of my arms i love that that i was just gonna say that's so important because if you look back on the years like so many times you can think about like what was my mental state when I was feel when I was thriving, like how did I feel about myself? And look, knowing that you're going to go through many phases throughout your life and look differently and feel differently, but as long as you love yourself and your core and you're shining confidence out on yourself and just proud of showing up and that's just doing you, that's all people will ever want to see. You can. It doesn't matter if you're the skinniest person or the biggest person or, or the none of that person. stuff really matters. No. It's your true inside feeling of your self love. I think that propels us forward for greatness. Yeah. And yeah, and always coming from a good place. Yeah. That's important. Kindness. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the wellness blend we speak (laughs) of. (laughs) No, it's so true. And I, yes, I love everything about that. And it's all, I feel like you guys just literally just painted this beautiful mosaic of who you are and what your company is and your experience and like in Vegas and a timeline of your relationship with food and yourself, which ultimately comes back to this place of wellness, confidence, belief in yourself. And I love what you said too about that journey. Sometimes it is personal, but you need a, a an impersonal, a coach, a, someone to look at it and be like, Hey, here's what's happening. And here's like, take the emotion out of it, but here's facts are facts. And so it's such a blessing that you guys both have this skill set and base of knowledge that you can use on each other and kind of bring that out of each other. And then talking about your business too. It's so great that you guys are different sizes, do have different experiences, do have different backgrounds, because I feel like that's something that's so, when you talk about applying to your, your audience and your crowd, is you guys just basically doubled your potential of like, here's, here's my experience, here's mine. And man, that's so beautiful. So thank you for sharing that, that story with us. But um, it, if we were to zoom in and kind of, I know we talked about um, the, the misconception of not feeding yourself enough or feeding yourself just one thing, whether it's tuna or green juice or whatever, what other thing would you guys say that you see as like the biggest flaw, misconception, or like faux pas in the dance community when it comes to fitness or nutrition or a combination of the both? So I'm going to say that fitness and nutrition does not have to kill you to make a change. Mm -hmm. I think that's number one. It doesn't have to be that. You don't have to do crazy hit workouts every single day of your life. Honestly, if I'm being serious, we probably work out three times a week. Yeah. um, Because that's what makes us feel good. Honestly, less stress on your body so your muscles can repair and feel good. That is important for injuries and feeling like your best self. So I think that's finding what makes you happy 
that has some sort of movement in it. If that's walking down the street, if that's walking your dog, if that's hiking up a mountain, like swimming, doing some yoga, dancing, that it's just about, you know, creating some movement throughout your day in the littlest amount. And if you want to have rest days, have rest days. It's about not creating stress in your body. And I think the looser grip you have on like, I need to do this to be this way. Like if you're more chill on it, I think you will find your way there. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, with a coach, trusting someone to some, to give you an honest feedback and help guide you a little and bit. I did have a coach. I've had yeah. a few coaches actually before I became my own coach. So I've learned a lot from them. And I think that's important for people to know, like I, I had to be being my own coach after that was actually really hard. So the, the non, non-emotional, if that's a word, but having someone that you don't really have emotion connected to is easier to see, like have them look at you and yeah. tell you what's up and help guide you. And that doesn't yeah. mean you have to be there forever. No. You can, you can learn from that experience and, you know, be able to guide yourself too. But yeah, and sometimes learn- you have to just take yourself out of the equation to be able to get yourself on a, on a path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My brain literally exploded when yeah. you said that fitness and nutrition doesn't have to kill you. And it's so true because I've really noticed this in this pandemic. Like I get stressed out because like all I work out every day, but there are days I take it really light. I'll be like, I'm going to do like high resistance elliptical and like, I'll feel so good. I feel great. And I'll be like, wait, I'm not dying from the workout though. Like, did it even like make a difference? And I'm like, wait, no, but I feel awesome. I feel energetic. And it's, and I, I have that so ingrained in my, in my being of like, if it doesn't hurt, like it's not doing any work. And it's if you're not sore, it was a bad workout. Yes. If you can talk, if you can talk through your pain, like you're not in enough pain. It's like, wait, I don't think that's right. I I think I've tried it all. I feel like I've tried to kill myself every day. Yeah. She's done like double workouts a day, like in the past. Like she's done like, but that's not, you want to do something that's maintainable. That's going to, it's something that, just creates well, a little bit of something you enjoy. Cause if you enjoy it, you're going to do it more and you're going to stick to it. Whereas like, if you like live in this world of guilt and shame, myself included yesterday, I was like, I don't want to go lift weights today, but I need to. And then it's just, and then I put it off and then I clean my entire house. Cause that's what you do when you don't want to do something. That's- so my house is spotless, but I didn't really enjoy my workout yesterday. And I think it's yeah. so true. Find something that you love and then you'll do it more. Exactly. Yeah, but mopping and vacuuming your house is also a workout. It's like that that's the thing. It's like we are we are humans that as long as you're moving, you are creating energy and you are changing your body and you're changing your heart rate and mm-hmm. you're moving through things. Like that's what we're meant to do. I mean, yeah. just finding what you love to do. Maybe it's mopping, maybe it's walking <laughs> down the street, maybe walking it's lifting weights. Playing with your dogs, playing with your cats, yeah. like those things are workouts. Laughing, having a good time, like the no stress. I think that works. No the stress best. is so good for your body. Like the lower the stress, the healthier it can be in and out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can, I learned a lot from this pandemic. <laughs> My poor stomach got such a tummy ache, like just being stressed out. And the moment that I like took all the stress out and then she took me hiking up a lot of mountains. I like honestly felt so much better. Nature is so, yeah, so good. You guys have the, you have balance just so ingrained in your brand and yourselves too. So like, I, I just can't wait for more people to check you guys out and, and see the, the great things that you're doing. Cause it's not something that is, like you said, it's very sustainable and it's something that we can implement into our lives that will last for years rather than like just a few months. So thank you guys so much for sharing. Um, if you can, 
Uh, it could be either you guys together or separately. Do you guys have like an embarrassing audition moment or stage moment that you could share with us? I was going to say, okay, what, what was I thinking about? Hold on. Let me tell you. We're like wellness. Love yourself. Okay. When did you embarrass yourself? Go. Uh, I'll, Literally. I'll, I'll, I remember. Okay. So this is easy. So going from full-time shows a lot, you know, you're really used to like knowing your choreo. Sorry, snapping's probably not good for the acoustics. I won't do that while I talk. <laughs> um, but, you know, going from knowing exactly what you're doing every night, you're like, okay, yeah, this is great. And then you don't have, you don't understand swings or like the appreciation that you should actually have for them. And then becoming a swing, you realize, wow, you feel super naked on stage, especially if you make one tiny mistake or you're in a different variation of the stage you're like what what world am i living in what is going on and then if you're in a topless show and you're swinging things and you make a mistake you really feel quite seen and nude and that has happened to me many times and okay so starting swinging was happening a lot and uh i was in fantasy for a little bit as well and that one even though everyone else is topless with you as well you're i i remember i was in a new spot and i was doing opposite choreography on the other side of the stage and i i remember being like i have no idea what i'm doing and everyone's staring at me and i'm naked and i i just felt even more naked than i was in real life and that's just uh, how it goes yeah. Props to you. I that takes a lot of courage, and I've seen you in fantasy, and you killed it. So <laughs> nothing the, to worry about. The literal nightmare of oh gosh, I'm on or I'm at school and I'm naked and everybody's watching, but then that's your job. <laughs> and you're like, keep it moving. Just keep, keep it smiling. Yeah, keep it smiling. Yeah. Yeah. But what about you? I mean, the only thing that was super embarrassing for me was I was on stage with uh, Donnie and my heel got my dress. I saw I flamingoed, but I flamingoed all the way down to the floor. And, you know, he had moved on to his next partner. So (laughs) So she's on the ground. I was still on the floor, like with my shoe caught and there was a huge audience and I was new to performing still. And I remember looking at my partner and he was like, get up. And I was like, so you came and picked me up off the floor and it wasn't even like his spot to help me. But he's like, what is your problem? And I remember that was the most embarrassing for me. I just stayed on the floor for a good eight. I think I've had when your heel is caught in your skirt, though, people don't understand. It's like a lot more complicated to get out of it. Yeah. Pistol squats all the way down. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely lost a wig before on stage. On a, I love it. Yeah, lost a lost a wig, and I I just kept dancing because you know you're caught in competition. Like you don't pick it up, you don't. Right. And I guess in professional per- performing, you, you are you're supposed to pick that up and exit, so <laughs> that it's not staring at the rat on the stage. I you love know? that. That's amazing. Well, and also flamingo is one of my favorite verbs. So thanks for thanks for saying that one, uh, Lex. But awesome, you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I wish we could sit here and talk all day, but unfortunately, we do have to wrap it up. Um, if our listeners want to follow you guys, you can check them out on Instagram. They are the Wellness Blend. We will surely include that in our description below. Plus, we'll include Alexi and Jolie's personal Instagrams as well. So go check them out. Give them some love, some support. You guys, thank you again for an amazing time. It's so good to see your faces and to catch up. Um, so please continue to stay well congrats on this amazing gig that i can't wait to share with the world eventually but um seriously from alex and i from everyone at inside dance